Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everybody, welcome to week three of the 2023 fantasy season. Yep. Um, First, we'll talk about how we did. Um, I actually won all three of my league games this week. Nice. Uh... Two of them, I was playing against teams that had Nick Chubb go last night. Um, gruesome injury. Yeah, that was ugly. I Kudos to um, the network not showing it on live. They didn't do a replay or anything. Wh- but Which was that, ESPN? I think so. Uh, Monday night, so yeah. Well, there were that two makes of sense. them. Yeah, I think it was ESPN. Cause no, no, no. They were on the... Well, I don't wasn't know. Wasn't Saints at that point. Wasn't Saints and... I Panthers thought they were done ABC, already, or I forget maybe, who played maybe. where, but yeah, they uh, didn't do the replay, but you could hear the crowd see the replay. The, the entire crowd went, ugh. You know, Did like, you see it? I, I didn't notice it live, but I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times, and what sucks is that's the same knee that he destroyed when he was at Georgia. Yeah. Um, so could, if, if it's as bad as it looked, it could potentially be a career-ending knee injury. Yeah, they, so, they said it uh, It was dislocated and tore some ligaments. Yeah. I mean... Uh, All of them, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that that knee bent back, mm-hmm. um, it was... It, it reminded me a little of one that I saw, and this is 20, probably 20-plus 20 years ago, Napoleon McCallum. Um. That was one where he was running and he planted and a guy hit him low on one side and high on the other side. And the knee didn't go front and back. The knee went side to side and it it just, it buckled over at like a 90 degree angle. And it was, I mean, one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. And that one last night was was pretty bad. Um, Yeah, it was rough. I, I saw it on a replay somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, i i told a buddy of mine i said you you probably don't want to watch it um <laughs> so uh i got you know so i got lucky um yep. uh the guy in in the league that i've been in forever he had chubb he also had richardson Ooh. so yeah. he easily could have beat me uh i think i had the high uh, the third high score of the week mm-hmm and he still so could have beaten beat me yeah. um, easily. Yep. I mean, I, I won by like uh, 19 points or something, but it could have been a completely different yeah. game had those two done, you know, uh, gotten to play the second half of each of yeah. their respective games. Yep. Um, another one, I played against a team. Uh, I was the high scorer of the week. And then that, that third one in our... Um, dynasty league Mm -hmm. they had chubb and yeah pretty much ended right there yep yeah won by two points (laughs) hey a win is a win yeah um in the dynasty league that i'm in with with oz i was not looking in good shape um i was down a decent amount um going into the games last night i had olave and george pickens um so i got lucky and George Pickens had a huge game because of that touchdown, and then Olave had another solid game, so uh, ended up coming back and winning that one by a handful of points. Uh, my other dynasty league, I did lose in that one, and then I lost in my main, the redraft league. Um, Amari Cooper, you know. Not going to play, going to play. Yeah, late late friday afternoon pops up with a groin injury and they're like he's not going to play um or he's probable that he that he won't play uh you know a a groin injury that late in the week is is scary um you know because that could linger into the following week um so i had put him in my flex and then i was looking around and i'm like well there's really nobody in either of these matchups monday night that i would feel comfortable rostering and starting um 
Adam Thielen salvaged a decent game with that touchdown late. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was and a, he was a main, conversion. yep. He was a main target for uh, Bryce young. Um, but I was just like, I'm not going to risk it. So I put in Deandre Hopkins who had a, yeah. eight points yeah exactly that's exactly how i would describe that game for uh, d hop and then of course samari cooper comes out and drops 16 so doubles up d hops points even though we like do said, one with the six with the extra eight um no and then i uh had started ezekiel elliott in my rb2 because that's how my running backs are this year i've got derrick henry and then pretty much nobody else um I, i'm gonna apologize sorry wyatt um, I sniped Jerome Ford before they even Chubb grabbed his leg, and when he was looking over to the sideline, I went right to the waiver wire. And I know we've we, Oz and I have talked about the whole waiver wire situation in that league that it's just a free for all, basically. Um, so uh, you know, I was able to snipe him. And I think everyone I should, should be get on at waivers. least a week or two of really good production out of him. So yeah, it, you could. Yeah. Um, it just depends on what they do. Um, moving forward you know mm-hmm. do they go with ford do they go um you know they got the the meeting with kareem hunt which we kind of just talked about a little yep. bit beforehand so. yep yeah so let's move into our injuries um it's a rather lengthy list and includes quite a few um high profile players yeah uh joe burrow questionable for week three with a calf strain that was late in the game. Yep. Pretty late. Um, Wasn't I, it like the last pass? I think so. It was like right at the end there. And then and then after the game, it came up, said that he tweaked that that calf. Um, you know, so he uh, – I'm a Joe Burrow manager in the redraft league. I went and immediately picked up uh, Jared Goff because uh, Goff is playing at home. Um, I think do – do the Lions play the Falcons? I believe so. I believe so. So, you know, and Goff at home is has always been pretty good. I mean, he just put up like 300 yards and two or three touchdowns this, this past week. So um, going to wait a couple days, you know, Saturday, kind of see what uh, what the reports are, even Sunday. Yeah, you I think- may be putting Goff in and just kind of do with how average Burrow or bad week one and then average he was this last weekend here um yeah, I'm obviously take kind of a wait and see obviously so. he's not right yet yeah um and I don't know you know it, it you'd think that it would make sense to rest him for a week or two yeah because this this could be something this calf strain could be something that could linger for a couple of weeks right. even it's going to be more of a right so mobility on, and pain management kind of thing right so. i mean if you play him and you win one of the next three games and he continues to have it linger or you sit him out and you lose two games and then you bring him back and you start winning they're in a tough spot because they're 0-2. I get that. Yep. <laughs> and they're, you know, a team that's, you know, was one of the favorites, you know, in the preseason, offseason preseason for a Super Bowl run. Right. So, you know, that's really tough as an organization well, as to what you what you I, can do. I'm guessing Cleveland was, you know, picked to do well also. Yeah. And look at them now. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, we've got Anthony Richardson, who I mentioned. Um, he went out with a concussion uh, just before the half, I think. Yeah, who started out with a really good, I mean, two rushing touchdowns right. in like a couple minutes of each other, you yeah. know. So, I yeah, mean, I was I was expecting to get killed yeah. in, in my matchup. Yep. And then I saw that he went out, and I was like, well, I, I mean, I I hate to see people get injured. Yeah. Um, you know, especially, and we'll get to one later that shouldn't have been injured, but um, he's he's probably doubtful for this week. Yep. Um, he's in uh, concussion protocol. Yep. Uh, Nick Chubb out for the year with that massive knee injury. Yep. Um, so I believe he was already placed on IR. So if it's a redraft league, you might as well drop drop him. Yep. Um, he's not going to do you any good. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about um, Jerome Ford. Yep. Uh, rumors that, you know, they have a meeting with Kareem Hunt. Rumor mm-hmm. has it that they're interested in tr- possibly trading for Acres. Cam Acres, correct. Um, yeah. it, it, you know, it, it only time will tell. Other than the big run and maybe one or two other runs, I wasn't overly impressed with Jerome Ford. Oh, see, I was the other way. I thought he looked really good. 
See, I, I, mean, I thought he was it, all right getting yeah. two or three yards per carry, and then he breaks off the 60-whatever, which which yeah. I don't quite understand why it wasn't a touchdown. Um, yeah, I missed that play. I was, wasn't was paying attention at that yeah, point. But he, yeah. he had a, a hand down. Yep. He dove forward. The ball touched the ground. He still hadn't gone down. Okay. And the ball slid in with him into the end zone, at which point his elbow went down. Hmm. To me, that's a touchdown. But, uh, you know, I, I doubt anyone was playing him. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it really doesn't matter that much. Yep. But it it's still, I, I didn't understand the call. Yeah. Uh, next up is Saquon Barkley, um, ankle sprain. I've heard out as much as three weeks. I've also heard that he's not yet been noted as out for Thursday night's game. Yeah, I highly doubt. I would be shocked if he played Thursday night. Um, you know, like I said, watching the replay of that one, too, he got spun all the way around. And, yeah. You know, it but looks... But it's not high ankle. It's yeah. Just, supposedly, it's just an ankle sprain. Yeah, which I think um, he... Did he have an MRI today, I think? Or yesterday, or... Yeah, there was, he was getting an MRI to confirm if it was like a regular one or a high ankle, so... But I haven't heard anything either way. Yeah. So, and, and I just read a report that said that he he's not ruled out yet. He wants to Interesting. play. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll have to see how how bad it really is. Yep. Um, That's kind of a they're playing San Fran, right? Yeah. That's a kind of a brutal matchup too. Even if he's out there, you know, with a bum ankle. You know, that's going to be a tough matchup. That's a agreed a tough matchup if you picked up Matt Burita, you know, as the backup in case he is out for a couple of weeks, which, you know, like I said, going Thursday night against San Fran, I, I, I couldn't see the coaching staff wanting to do that, but... No. You know, even if Saquon does, so I mean, they've they've got the third run defense so far this year. So. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, if if you are really hard up, you could pick up Matt Breda. Yep. Um, I I don't know what he'll get you. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, quad injury, likely out for week three. Um, probably going to be questionable for week four. Yeah. Um, Thoughts? Yeah, they uh, Montgomery came out like right away and said this could be like a multi-week thing, you know, two three weeks. Um, and then on the, uh, I think it was Camp Dan Campbell or somebody in the coaching staff came out and said that he's day to day. But Montgomery was the one who was like, oh, "This is probably going to be a be a you know a multi-week kind yeah. of thing." So I mean, uh, I've I've strained uh, quads before, and mm-hmm. running is extremely difficult. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I get where he's coming from. Um, you know, you can pick up Jameer Gibbs, who didn't look that good um, this past week. You're going to pick him up off the waivers? Well, <laughs> trade for him. Upon, yeah. Depending upon how, yeah, I, yeah, depending upon what type of league you're in. I mean, like we've said, I mean, in our league, uh, the 16-teamer, you know, you said, uh, think about picking up uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is actually on a roster. I'm rostering Kareem Hunt in our redraft just for this occasion. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you drafted him? No, I didn't, no, that's but what I, I mean. picked he him was, up after week he one. He was drafted. Oh, yeah, that's a little we crazy. We draft because yeah. we expect that people are going to get injured. Yep. And if you've got 16 teams all having four running backs, well, not only do you have all of the starters, you have all of the backups. And yeah. some people go, well, I'm going to take a flyer on this guy. Yeah. And it was it, it. it's a good good thing that he did. And I also believe it's the one who owned Nick Chubb. Yeah. So Smart. Yeah, it, yeah. It'll end up okay for him if they sign um, Kareem Hunt. Yep. Uh, next one was uh, Salvin Ahmed. Um groin injury question going to be questionable for week three i i didn't see the play that it happened on um, i was watching the game but um you know he's he's a second stringer so yeah um mostert had a really good game it looked good but we know mostert's injury history a dude yeah. can't stay healthy he's a little kind of fragile uh devon a chain was getting a little involved so he a little could bit. be you know somebody if you are lucky enough to be well off with running backs if you need a 
you know, kind of a fly, well, flyer or wait and see kind of guy, um, you know, on your bench. He'd be a guy if he's available, which he could be, um, that you just throw on the end of your bench. And like I said, you know, obviously Jeff Wilson's on uh, uh, PUP or IR or whichever, um, you know, so he's still out maybe a couple more weeks. And then, like I said, Mostert, you never know with that guy. He can be the best running back and then right. one little tweak and then he's out. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, next up was uh, Jamal Williams, um, hamstring issue, unknown how long, if he'll miss time. Mm-hmm. Um, if he misses this week, then Kamara's back next week. So, Yeah, yep. So, yeah, it's, Kamara coming back. He got, uh, they got Kendry Miller, who they drafted. He's a third-round draft pick, I believe. Had a little bit of hype coming in. Um, he's another guy that I would keep an eye on. I mean, I I draft him in both dynasty leagues because I think he, I think the Saints look at Kendra Miller as the future. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I mean, Kamara's got maybe two years left, right? You know, um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see when Kamara comes back if they try and get back to like the Kamara Mark Ingram kind of you know where Kamara's the superstar stud and Ingram is a really good compliment who has a lot of fantasy relevance even some big blow-up games uh so if kenry miller can come out if he's healthy this week and comes out and does good i think he's got some value going forward uh tony jones jr or whatever his yep. name is he's not a good running back i mean he had the two touchdowns but i'm not impressed with um there's a reason that Taysom hill got quite a few carries too once jamal williams i'm surprised was out, though that so. Taysom hill didn't get the carry at like the one yard, you know, he, yeah. he came in and he was quarterback from the six or the seven, ran it down to the one, and then they brought Tony Jones Jr. in instead of giving it to the human pile driver. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, and yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand that unless they, you know, because if if you remember back to our uh, picks of the week, um, Taysom Hill was listed as a top five, yeah, uh, tight end for the week. And had he gotten those short yardage rushes, yeah. which I would have expected, he would have been a huge play yeah. at tight end. Yep. But they didn't give him the ball. So yeah. uh, next up is Jamal Williams. Uh, excuse Just me, Chase, <laughs> Chase Edmonds. Um, MCL sprain out two to four weeks. He was on the Bucks, right? Sure. Tampa Bay. I believe it was Tampa Bay. But they've got Rashad White, who had a good good week um sean tucker who is another guy kind of see what happened second half of the season uh he went undrafted but he was one of the better prospects coming into the draft not obviously not Bijan or jameer gibbs level um but you know one of the top guys but he had he's got like had a weird he had like a heart condition or has a heart condition gotcha. that a lot of teams were uh scared off of and i think he had with that and miss some time towards the end of college but uh he's a talented guy i mean rashad white's as good as his as he's only going to be as good as as many opportunities that he gets right. you know he's not going to be he's not a super dynamic super fast kind of guy but uh you know he's just especially with chase edmonds out now he's gonna i mean truly be the workhorse there until Sean Tucker, I think they like him there. So I think we'll see a little more involvement, but you know, yeah. So that just kind of boosts Rashad White. Right. Right. Agreed. Uh, Next up, Devante Adams had a concussion in the protocol. Uh, Again, I did not see the play. uh, So I can't really say what, uh, yeah, I didn't see it either. Um, He hasn't been a big factor because Garoppolo has trouble getting the ball down the field. I think and that he is did his bread and butter. Dev- he did score this week, though Devonte did, did. But yeah, but then yeah, the concussion. So yep, yep. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, possible turf toe, unknown how long he'll be out. Um, apparently, they were pr- trying to put a metal plate in the bottom of his shoe to get yep. him back in the game and and able to play. Uh, the problem is still, and I've I've had turf toe in it. You know, you you lack any sort of strength in the foot Mm -hmm. so that ability to push off and make your cuts is definitely hampered by that um i forget who uh who was it that had uh the big game in his stead josh reynolds josh reynolds yep um two touchdowns yeah two touchdowns yep and he's a guy that uh 
um, does this every now and then too. Has a big game here or there. Uh, he's probably if 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 uh, Amon Ra sits out at all or misses any time or is limited in a game. You know, I think Josh Reynolds is going to be the number one uh, for tight ends if he's out there. If you need a, a streamer, I think uh, Laporta is going to be a very good option this week. Yeah, because um, Montgomery. Well, out yes, Montgomery and- out. Yep, and Amon Ra. Yep. So it obviously it leaves leaves quite a few. Well, obviously the Amon Ra, you know, leaves a lot of targets open if he misses time. Right. Um. You know, another lion to to watch would be uh, the is it Craig Reynolds, another Reynolds. Um. Their running back, I think he's their okay. third string, came in and it was immediately in the David Montgomery role. Um. So could be somebody to pick up if you need a stash for a week or. You know, however long Montgomery's out, he could yeah, I think he's going to figure in because I don't think they're quite ready to give Jameer Gibbs thirty touches a game no. yet. So, no. I mean, you got to remember that being a rookie, a lot of these guys. I mean, they play twelve, thirteen games. They're not used to a seventeen game plus playoff season. Yeah, plus uh, preseason. preseason. Yep. So, you know, that's that's a lot of football to work your way up to. So you're right. I mean, you you start busting out 30, 30 touches, and that's, that's <laughs> that'll hard, yeah. that'll wear you out quickly. Yep. Uh, next up is Darnell Mooney. Uh, he's week to week with a knee bruise. Um, I and I, you know, best friend is is from Illinois, <laughs> from the Chicago area, and and I he said to me, we've realized or I realized that we do not have our franchise quarterback. Um, which is really, really sad because, you know, even being a Packer fan, my my best friend is a Bears fan. I wish that, you know, it, it, it's it's hard for, for, well, a Bears fan especially. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of the fans sit there and they go, well, you guys have had, you know, back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And we have. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we are the, – the current – the current fan yep. of Packers is very spoiled. Um, I, however, am not spoiled because, I mean, it's been great, <laughs> but I lived through the 70s and 80s. Yep. I know how bad it can be. And I so I understand how bad, you know, the Bears must feel, Bears fans must feel, if this is truly, if Fields is truly not the answer. Um, so, you know, losing Darnell Mooney for, you know, a week or two, does it impact much? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see them doing that well. Yeah, Fields almost looks like he's regressed as a passer, which yeah. is hard to believe because he, you know, wasn't obviously that wasn't good. that good last season. Right. Um, he just. It, it seems like he's he's either thinking too much or he's not trusting his instincts. I mean the the big clip that I've seen going around is the one where I think I don't I don't remember the player, but a receiver was in the seam i mean just ran straight forward was wide open and fields either didn't make it through his progression in time or didn't see him or what happened but the pocket collapsed and he ended up taking a sack on it when he had a wide open touchdown you know he's just you know he's throwing well, fastballs at guys feet yeah, and, and, and you last know, week when he yeah. thought he could outrun uh, uh van ness van ness yeah and van ness caught him it Throw the ball away. Mm-hmm. If the guy gets that close, throw the ball away. Yeah, don't take a sack. And he's yep. taken too many sacks. He's not making his his reads. So you know the loss of a Darnell Mooney. I I don't think you know. I, I don't know how many of you guys actually have Mooney on your your roster. Yeah. Um, I I I personally would not have many Bears on my roster uh, at this point. Uh, next up, we have OBJ. He's week to week with a, an ankle sprain. I did hear that uh, OBJ has said that he'll be good to go. So, okay, we'll see. I mean, OBJ. <laughs> I think he's yeah. I think he he's worried been... with his injury history of missing any time because he's getting old, and you know he's missed quite a few. You know, like a year and a half or a year or whatever. Right, uh, the knee. You know, with the knee. So I think he's. Uh, He's going to try and push through it. Um, if he does sit, you know, for me, I would enjoy it because that just gives a boost again to Mark Andrews, who's getting healthier and healthier. Uh, Zay Flowers would get a huge boost, in my opinion. Uh, even a, 
Um, somebody who's probably sitting on waivers because he probably got dropped this week would be Rashad Bateman. Yep. Um, you know, he's a guy who had a few huge games last season and then got banged up and bruised and, you know, same thing this season, just not being able to stay healthy. But, yep. you know, so it could be some some pretty big implications if OBJ doesn't, you know, isn't out there for the Ravens. Right. Next up, Jalen Waddell, um, concussion in the protocol. Um which it's it's interesting because the head coach came out and said that he's already progressing. Like I don't, it, maybe it maybe it wasn't a bad concussion. Yeah. Um, he didn't he didn't look like he got his bell rung that bad mm-hmm. badly. Um, yeah, I didn't so see the play. So it's you know he maybe he'll be back. Um, it's it's hard to tell. Um, but like we said, you know, more than likely they're not rushing people back if they, it, you know better to err on the side of of caution yep uh next up dk Metcalf. he left for a little while with ribs uh came back in so he's he's likely to play yep. um shouldn't be out at all brandon ayuk uh injured his left shoulder mm. uh he is probably going to be questionable for week three which okay. uh you know it's it's in two days so yeah um it's hard to say you know whether or not they'll chance it um, and we'll get to the matchup a little bit uh, in a little bit. So, you know, maybe they don't need him, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last one that I had was Logan Thomas in the concussion protocol. And here is the prime example of why I say that if you are flagged for a targeting mm-hmm. penalty, which the uh, DB, wa- the safety was, and was thrown from the game. In my mind, he should be out as long as Logan Thomas is out. If you're going to intentionally target someone and cause injury to them such that they miss time, you know what? Let's change the rule. Let's say that they're out for the same amount of time and they're out without pay because the only way to stop this is to start making start punishing people yeah in in a way because you know you could take out someone's best player great you're going to miss the rest of the game they're out for the rest of the season or they're out yeah. for several look games look at take it a, a step lower look at college i don't know if you've seen anything with colorado uh with deon sanders uh that team that he's coaching their right. best player that travis hunter was uh you know got a cheap shot on him um, he's got like a lacerated kidney or yep. liver or something like his kidney. kidney. And yeah, he's going to be out some, something like that. And he's going to be out a couple of weeks from it. And he's their best player right. because the guy came in so late. And I don't think that kid, that guy got ejected or anything like that. I don't know. He's had death threats. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is stupid in my mind. But, you yep. know, I, I just, you know, if if we're being careful and and protecting all of these people, then protect the ones who are getting hit with by by dirty hits. Yep. And make those guys pay. Mm-hmm. Is my thought. Uh, next up, we have our studs, and uh, we'll kind of try and get through this these a, a little more quickly. Interesting list of studs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually I actually expected a couple of the quarterbacks who yeah. who did really well. Um, but only one of them is on here. So we'll start with Brandon Johnson, uh, who was plus 17.7 over projected. He wasn't projected to do much. Yep. He had two catches on three targets for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I, to be honest, I had to look up who it was <laughs> yeah. um, because I, I really had not followed him much. Yep. Uh, don't, you know, didn't pay that close of attention. Um, so a little bit of a surprise there for me. Mm-hmm. Next up was Raheem Mostert. Um, he was plus 17.4. He had 18 rushes for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Not unexpected. Nope. Um, and, and like we've said, as long as he stays healthy, he's a good running back. Yeah. We haven't seen him stay healthy. Yep. So, you know, it it's, you know... Play him while you can, ride ride the the hot hand, but I you know it it could turn turn around quickly. Yeah, I guess I probably have a little uh, grudge, a little bad blood with Raheem Mostert because I took him as a flyer in like the ninth round last year, 
and he, this is what I was expecting, and then first game comes out, season-ending injury. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, I, 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 he's a... I like him as a player because he's fun to watch. Because I mean, you saw the the big the bigger touchdown run that he had. You give him a seam, he's so fast, nobody's right. catching him. Right. You know, he's just gone. You know, but like we said, 18, 18 carries. You know, over the course of a couple of weeks, waiting for Jeff Wilson to come back, is that going to be too much for him? You know, to stay healthy enough, right. or you know, so. But you know, if you're Miami. You know, if you got Jalen Waddle out, you know, probably this week, you know, that's almost hurts the team because then teams can just key on Tyreek Hill, you know, fully. So, which in turn probably hurts everybody else as well. So, you know, Miami's an interesting kind of nuanced team like that where, you know, if Waddle or Hill is out, it, it it's not good for their offense right. as a whole. So, right. Uh, next up. The only quarterback, which was Kirk Cousins, plus 17.25, 31 of 44, 364 yards and four TDs. Uh, Damn. Didn't, didn't really surprise me. No. Um, Did you know he's the number one fantasy quarterback so far this season? Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, their defense is horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't care how many points you score. <laughs> Your your defense. I mean, it's it's like it's like the Detroit Lions early last year. Also, scored a lot of points. Goff was the leading yeah. QB, and they were what zero and six or something. Something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, it, I I think Kirk will continue to play well. Yep. I mean, he's a decent quarterback with great the best receiver, great weapons, one of the best receivers in the league. <laughs> right. Um, however, their running game is not good um right now yeah that's a that's a team i think uh that should be calling kareem hunt leonard Fournette, the rams yep you know and i've I've heard that they may be yeah um maybe maybe alexander madison isn't the the solution and if they do sign someone then that pretty much says that they don't believe in tyson chandler either yeah i mean that's he's a guy too that if they don't make a call, that's somebody too. Kind of like uh, um, one of my favorite uh, kind of long-term pickup and holds is Jalen Warren. You know, you saw last night in the right. Steelers game looked. Eye test was far and away the better running back than Najee. Najee's slow and you know just pretty much just slow. I right. mean, he's 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 just a big lumbering guy. It you know I think Pittsburgh's probably gonna for what's going to be best for them and Najee is to part ways, trade him, do whatever you got to do. I like Jalen Warren. Ty Chandler's a guy that could be getting more involved here, you know, as they're sitting there going, hey, Madison's just, he's not getting it done. You know, inefficient, you know. Um, Yeah, I picked him up last year in our dynasty uh, after our draft and stashed him on our uh, our, taxi squad. Taxi squad. Yeah. and he's he's on there again this year, I believe. Yep. Uh, because we can keep him through their second year on the taxi squad, in the hopes that something would happen to Cook. Yeah. And it did. And see, I think know, I feel like that's as as the true lead. Madison just isn't quite it. Right. But for whatever reason, he's just one of those guys that you know, Cook goes out or is a little banged up, and they lean on him. He's better with fewer touches, which is kind of weird. So, you know, yeah. yeah. So so maybe Tyson Chandler turns into the the cowbell, the cowback? I think Uh, the Vikings, I think it was the Vikings, did make a move, and they elevated, um, I think they had signed uh, Bam Knight, I want to say, to their practice squad, and I think they elevated him up. Um, so, you know, who knows? I mean, I think, I think they're beginning to realize that Madison's just, he's not going to get it done for them, you know? So, yeah. Uh, next up we have Marvin Mims, the second Denver wide receiver plus 17.2. Again, wasn't, wasn't expected to do this well. Um, caught Two of two targets for 113 yards and a touchdown. One of them was 60 yards or so. Um, Which, I mean, you look at the stats on those guys, they had four 
catches on five targets for 179 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a one week blip. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I wouldn't expect that on a weekly basis out of either of them. I'm actually higher on Marvin Mims than I am on yeah. Brandon Johnson. Uh, but until they show out on a weekly basis, I wouldn't be, you know, doing. And and I didn't I didn't play Marvin. I actually yep. picked him up last week, um, because I thought he might, you know, be decent. Yep. If he continues to do this, you know, he'll get some playing time on on my team. Um, yeah, the Denver Denver on for offense is still weird because. I mean, Russell's stat line looked good, but it all came in like the second half or the last quarter, essentially. Right. And, and you know, sixty and some of it that, on that that uh, yeah, touchdown. Yeah, and before that looked like I mean on the on the Russell. Hail Mary yep. touchdown, not on the one to yep. uh, to Mims. Yep. So that's kind of a yeah. Denver's just weird, you know. I mean, P Ryan's been bad with them. Javante, they're kind of easing them in. I've actually been kind of looking at Javante and a couple of the leagues is like a trade for kind of target um, just because he's getting healthier and healthier and could see a lot of, you know, could see a huge workload if Pirine keeps um, underperforming, you know, because they brought Pirine in for a reason. So, but yeah, the Denver offense is just still not right. Not right. Not, not right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice of words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Jerome Ford, plus 16.5. He caught three of his four targets for 25 yards and a touchdown, ran 16 times for 106 yards, including the 60-some yarder. Yep. Um, so you take out that 60-yarder, he was 15 for 40 yards. Yeah. Well, that, that Not Steelers... even three yards. Not even three yards a carry. That's, that, that's why I was I saying know. he yeah. was not... He was not impressing me. Yep. Now, say what you, you know, everyone will say, well, that's what makes a back good. Yep. I agree. But until that point, and, and even mostly after that, he didn't look like the type of running back that, I mean, I personally, I would rather have a guy that's going to get four and a half, five run, uh, yards of carry, and he's, his variance is going to be anywhere from one yard to eight yards. Mm-hmm. And get four and a half to five. Yeah. Then a guy who gets a variance between one and sixty some yards. Yeah. And he's getting uh, ten yards or, or eight yards of carry, seven yards of carry. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's nice though about Jerome Ford is, you know, if they bring Cream Hunt back or they trade for Cam Akers, I mean, I'm, I think he'll still be plenty involved, but it'd be more of a timeshare, you know. So he is could be a long-term you know solution like like i said for me you know i have derrick henry um you know i might have to go out and trade you know i don't want to but like a mike evans to get you know another top tier running back um you know so uh you know at least this week they stefanski's come out and said that he's going to be the guy this week he's going to be the featured back uh you know you have pierre strong um who came you know they came over from new england uh had the cleanup duty on that touchdown where you know it was that weird you know decision or whatever rules that put him down at the one yard right, line or right. whatever uh you know he came in and, and vultured that or just like yeah, I, would, clean I, would, up, so. I would love clarity on why they called it yeah that, but yeah so uh, it is you know, what it is and that that game too was you know deshaun watson looked brutal um, but I mean, you got to give credit to the Steelers' defense. He looked brutal front, until, that I mean, front for Pittsburgh is oh, yeah, scary, scary. Yeah. TJ Watts, the I think TJ Watts the best defensive player on the planet right now. He's just he's so good. Yeah, so good. You mean it's not Aaron Donald? I mean, he's good too, but I haven't been really hearing much about him this season. Mm-hmm. So you know, TJ's just like I said. I mean, he's batting down passes, you know, sacks. He's the the Steelers all-time sack leader you think about all the def- crazy defenses the Steelers had you oh, know yeah. and TJ Watts already and he's been there what five years you know so you know five yeah. sounds about right to me but yeah. you know I yeah. mean he's just could insane it, could so it be taken steady? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> let's not get into that yeah <laughs> um let's move on to our duds first yep. was AJ Brown minus 8.72 uh four of six for 29 yards <sighs> I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah, there um, were a couple people, you know, uh, saying that 
they they had a feeling or they could see Devonta Smith be in the number one this season. Uh, a little regression because AJ Brown had so many touchdowns last year right. too. Was kind of you long know, yeah. Like I said, that's what we we're talking about. You know, before with our top fives, you know, preseason was that they were so efficient last year. You know, with their like I said, the long touchdowns and uh, right. you know, so you get those extra points for those forty plus yarders and all that. But yeah, there was a little. Uh, Going, you know, a little back and forth between him and Jalen Hurts. You could tell AJ Brown was frustrated with his lack of involvement because that was a game that they were, you know, was still fairly close, you know, right. for most of it. And then for him to only have six targets and twenty nine yards. Yeah, the twenty nine yard. I mean, six targets. I could live with six targets if they're a, if you sprinkle in a couple of long balls. Yeah, uh, twenty nine yards on four catches is horrible yep. for an AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, so this was not, the this was the th- was this the Thursday, Thursday night, night against the against yeah. So I mean, you had you know, I think the Eagles just realized, well, shoot, let's just hand the ball off to DeAndre Swift. Yeah, twenty times because yeah. he's ripping off six yards a carry. Minnesota, Minnesota can't run stop it. Is horrible. You know, so I mean, I you think, think about Green Bay's run defense. Yeah. Minnesota is horrible yeah. against the run. Yep. Um, next up, we have Jamar Chase minus eight point six seven five of eight for thirty one yards. Oh, I mean, yeah. similar type of thing. Five catches for thirty one yards. Six yards a catch. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, yeah, that is not his mo either. No, no. Yeah. And Joe Burrow has looked, like we said, yeah. horrible. Um, probably because he didn't get much work in the preseason. Yep. Um, I, I I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. I mean, obviously, they'll start adjusting those projections. Yep. Uh, on a weekly basis, based on an injured quarterback and how they've been playing. Um, so I don't ex- expect to necessarily see him here again, but that's not to say that he's going to have great numbers moving going forward. Yeah, if Jamar sits out, or sorry, not if Jamar, if Joe sits out this week, that's kind of scary for uh, him and T. Higgins. Uh, I think that'll boost Joe Mixon, who's been average. Yeah, it, you yeah know. at best. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been average. Um, you know, so could see potentially a spike week out of Joe Mixon. Um, you know, but that offense as a whole without Joe Burrow out there, even at say he's seventy five percent, you know, that's a huge, huge loss to that offense. So right. you know, um but yeah, it's been pretty brutal so far for the Bengals. Yeah, I would I would almost, you know, Depending upon what they do with Joe Burrow, if they sit Joe Burrow for a couple of weeks, I would do anything I could to trade for a Jamar Chase, a T. Higgins, possibly even Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Yeah. Because. Well, yeah, I think Joe Mixon's a trade for target anyways, too, because like I said, he's been average at best. You know, somebody probably drafted him in the third or fourth round. So he's got decent draft capital. Especially in our our 16 team. He probably went in the second round. Yeah. So, you know, and he's been underperforming, you know, so somebody that you might be able to get for a decent deal. Yeah. I was trying for T. Higgins last week. (laughs) (laughs) That's gone now after the two touchdowns. So (laughs) Um, next up is Brees Hall, minus 8.6. He had two targets. He caught none of them. Had four rushes for nine yards. To make matters worse, the next one is Delvin Cook, (laughs) minus 7.7, caught his only target for five yards and rushed four times for seven yards. So they rushed eight times for 16 yards and had one catch. I mean, they had 21 yards between the two of them. And Week prior, Brees Hall had 100 yards on like four carries. Right. So... Or, yeah, four carries, and Brees Hall tweeted, uh, or t- I guess it's still X technically a tweet. tweet, but on X for football emojis, and then dot, dot, dot. I think it's been deleted, but that's him saying, You gave me the ball, for you know, what the f- fudge, you know. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> D- Dallas has an excellent. Well, that's defense. the thing. They were getting spanked, and, you yeah. know, the only person who had a decent day from the Jets was Garrett Wilson with that touchdown. So, right. That's that's one of the, you just got to chalk that up to the matchup, I think. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's the four first, carries is concerning. Y- yes, yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> right, because I think um, uh, Zach Wilson had more carries and more yards yeah. than either Brees Hall or Delvin Cook. Yep. Which 
says a lot also. But, you know, if you're getting, you know, moved out of the, the pocket and you have to run for your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was running for his life. He was, yeah. he does not look good. Um, I read somewhere where they're projecting that the Jets will now be fourth in that division, which does not surprise me. Nope. Um, you know, you lose you lose a top quarterback, yeah. and that'll there's, happen. There's a chance this could get really bad for the Jets. Yep. I mean, he had Sauce Gardner deleted his Twitter or his ex account um, after after the game. You know, guys are, you know, like I said, Brees Hall tweeting. You know, they're unhappy. I mean, everybody associated in any way with the Jets organization knows that Zach Wilson's not the guy. Right. So they got to figure something out. I've heard some mutterings about trying to move heaven and earth and going after Kirk Cousins. I've heard the same thing. Yeah, you know, but I I don't know how they do it. I'd have to look at the numbers and stuff. But Oh, yeah, I don't don't think they've got enough money available. No. Especially right now, because he can go. Well, I'm, you know, I don't know how he's standing in stats for like real life NFL, but you know, he'd be like, well, I'm the number one fantasy quarterback, so oh, yeah. <laughs> where's <Yeah>. my money? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, it would be great for them if they wanted to try and win the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, their window is small. Yeah. And without Rodgers, you know, they lost a year. Then uh, Rodgers wants to come back. Rodgers wants to come back and play in the playoffs. Um, crazy I hate to insane. tell you, I hate to tell you, Aaron, you're probably not going to be playing because you're probably we'll not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Kelvin Ridley, minus seven point three two. I think he was my pick of the week for wide receiver. <laughs> Came back down to earth. Well, and, and I didn't, <coughs> I didn't see Excuse the me. game. So I don't know what happened, but he it was, was a rough game. Two for catches on both. eight targets yeah. for thirty-two yards, and I, I just I don't know. Did he drop balls? Were they poor, poorly thrown? Yeah, it was a rough game. It was you know you think, especially with Casey and Jacksonville, you're like okay, this could be you know eighty combined points easy you know right. for for the game so you know you're expecting points galore and it was both teams I mean Kansas City's offense is not looking good nope. you know uh Jackson I think Trevor Lawrence struggled a little bit even though Lawrence was a uh he threw like three touchdowns but they were one toe tap, you know, one foot toe taps right. where college it would have stood, but NFL it doesn't. So he was, you know, that close to having a huge game. Um, you know, Zay Jones goosed. Uh, he was kind of in and out, I think, for a little bit. And then, you know, Christian Kirk had like 14 targets, which was, right. you know, he did horrible in week one. So right. it's just kind of a weird kind of scenario. Uh, ETN was in and out of the game with cramps, um, you know, so it was just an odd, weird game for both offenses. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, you saw what Ridley can do week one, and, you know, so I'd be surprised if we ever see him in the duds again. Right, You know, right, agreed. Uh, let's move on to our Thursday night football outlook. It's the Giants at the Niners. The Giants are the eighth-ranked rushing offense. Excuse me. They're the 13th-ranked rushing offense and the 19th uh, passing offense. And they're going against the third rushing defense and the 24th passing offense or defense. Um, I would say that um, from from that perspective, you're going to see them need to pass. They're oh, not yeah. going to run, um, especially, especially if, if Saquon's yes. out. Yep. Um, so you look at, you know, I give I give Breda, uh, Breda uh, a down tick. I give Jones, Waller, Slayton, and Campbell all kind of eh. Yeah, there's a small chance. I mean, you saw the Rams play uh, the Niners real tough this week, but that's because Puka Nakua had 20 targets, which is insane. Um, and set know, a record for most, most receptions at, over yeah. the first two games as a rookie. Yep, yeah. So, you know, uh, obviously the Giants don't have a Puka Nakua on the team, so they're kind of screwed. I, I, they don't I, have they don't I, have a receipt. I mean, yeah, Waller Darren becomes Waller, yeah. 
uh, again, a huge target. Yeah, if they can somehow... I, I I just have this weird feeling that it's going to be one of those Daniel Jones like random hundred yard rushing games yep. with like a touched rushing touchdown. Yep. Because he's going to get flushed out, or they're just going to design, especially if Barkley sits, because they're just going to they're going to design runs for him and stuff. You know, yeah, so four wide and yeah, get him some open space. Yep. So and, I just have this weird feeling that it could be one of those. It's either going to be that, or it's going to be the absolute floor of Daniel Jones, which is like six fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I'm sitting here with, so, so let's go to the other side. Um, the Niners offense is third rushing nope. and 21st passing. And they're going against the 26th run defense and the ninth pass defense. So obviously this looks like a huge week for CMC for CMC. Oh, yeah. And I've got CMC in all three of my leagues. My problem is I've got Purdy and Daniel Jones in the same league and I'm going to have to decide who to play. And I'm I'm probably going Daniel Jones, but I am not sure yet. Yeah. I mean, in one you've Good got stuff. you've got the best running back in football going against one of the worst defenses. Why would yeah. you possibly run? Yep. I mean, pass. Yeah. So why would you throw Purdy in? And on the other side, it's you're yeah you've got a better chance to pass you you have no run options unless Barkley plays yeah. or Breda can do something or Daniel Jones yeah. becomes the running back. Yep. So I'm I'm kind of huh. uh, so I I marked Purdy as a a down tick. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey is a huge uptick. <laughs> if he um, doesn't end up as the number one running back this week, yeah. I mean, be, in in a non PPR, I think they were saying that he could score as many as eighteen, nineteen points, and, and that's that's yeah. what they're projecting. Yeah. Uh, so you're probably looking at you know, uh, eighty yards and two touchdowns ish type game. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in a PPR he's projected at like twenty three, twenty four yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got uh, uh, Debo Ayuk and Kittle, kind of as a you know they could all do okay. Compared to projections, yeah, um, I, I'm not. You know, <coughs> I, I don't know what they're going to do for their product projections. So yeah, and then like like we talked about, Ayuk popped up on the injury report with that shoulder. Right. You know, this could be a game where the 49ers go, and eh, we don't need you this week, bud. Exactly. You know, exactly. Take, take a week off, rest up. Um, you know, which is hard to tell a player that, especially if he feels like he could go. Um, you know, but the Niners are a team. You know, my pick, honestly, for the NFC. Uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Um, Never Dallas, probably. Know, well, yeah. Uh, I'm not a Dallas fan, never have been. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, that's something you go, well, you look at the matchup, and especially if Saquon sits, you go, we probably should win this pretty handily. Um, you know, I mean, the Giants showed some fight. Granted, it was the Cardinals, but the Cardinals got up big, and Giants ended up coming back and winning it. Um, but, you know, they said Ayuk. I think uh, probably the main benefactor is going to be Debo. Uh, Kittle kind of, meh, again, disappeared a little bit. Uh, Debo was getting some carries out of the backfield. Right. Uh, you know, like he's, uh, you know, did pre-McCaffrey. So, you know, could be Shanahan trying to keep a little bit of workload, you know, a little bit of miles off of McCaffrey this season. So I think Debo's probably, if Ayuk sits, is going to be in line for a pretty nice day as well. Yep, so. agreed. Um, so we move on to our new um, segment, which is our loser of the week. Um, I actually found two losers. Yep. Um, one played Austin Eckler, even though he was out. Now, I call this one a loser because he had other people that he could have played in Eckler's stead yep. and didn't. Uh, he still won his game and had the high score of the week in the league. So crazy. while being... It, shall we say an idiot he still came through and won his game uh quite handily uh the other one um was a game against me someone played cam Akers, even though Akers was a scratch and a that healthy person, scratch yeah. yeah a healthy scratch and that person lost big to me it wouldn't have made a difference in the game but still you know i i say it week in and week week out Pay attention to your roster. Yeah. I mean, it's it, you. Unless you're in twenty leagues and can't keep track, 
you have to be aware of, of what your people are doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take it. I'm not above taking a free win in fantasy. Oh, I yeah, don't care yeah. if they if they play three guys that are injured. It just doesn't feel as good, right? You know, you you want to be especially if it's a you know close friend or you know your rival. You want it to be your best roster versus his best or their best roster. Um, you know, and then you guys just duke it out that way instead of having you know Cam Akers who. I don't even think I would have played anyways if he was in there because Kyron has been yeah, but the, the, he the scored main a touchdown back. had eight point nine points last weekend. I mean, if you yeah. if you need someone, well, yeah. And, and my problem is I drafted him in the with the last pick of the fourth round. Yeah, that's the thing too. I think he went like the fifth round in our redraft league too for PPR. Yeah. You know, so he had four. You know, he was kind of that dead zone running back that right. This exact situation could have happened where he does poorly and he's getting traded which you hope he's going to a plus situation yeah i mean um, personally you know, i'm but, hoping yeah. that he goes to cleveland yeah because it's good offensive line right or yeah. possibly to minnesota if they think that if they can turn him into their yeah you know, lead back. so you know but yeah i mean yeah, I, I got to, him for trade bait and and whatever yeah because it's always a safety thing you know it down the road if you've got four running backs that are all starters guess mm-hmm. what you can trade oh, yeah. one and, and, and a so-so your, receiver upgrade and something. upgrade your receiver or your yeah. quarterback or whatever yep and you had one yeah so we had uh, a matchup last night that was a final score was 95 to 95.82 to 94.56 this is a full ppr league where typically everybody's pre-game projections are anywhere from 112 points to uh the high end like 127 you know this this year's a little lower like last year we had a couple of us that were projections for the weeks i had one week where i was projected at like 142 points so this year's a little lower but uh going into the game uh the guy had three players and ended up losing by a point because it was you know had Najee harris like we brought up earlier is just big and slow and it just and matt canada the oc for the steelers i mean they they had a chant going last night in the last drive or towards can, the can, end can can canada <laughs> pretty yeah it was fire canada you know they were yeah. chanting to get to for him to lose his job because i mean you know there's a couple plays you know it's third and 13 and they're trying to you know get the lead which i mean they ended up ultimately winning the game because their defense defense was otherworldly last night with the with the two defensive touchdowns um you know he's it's third and 13 and he's trying to run a jet sweep you know it's like "Eh." you know and that's like a lot of offensive coordinators i sit there and watch these games and it drives me nuts where it's it's third and distance and guess what it's a draw play. Well, it's a draw. But you that, know, I that mean, depends statistically on... sure that might be your better play. But you know, when you're doing it in gotta get this down, you know, situations, and you run a draw, it's also field knows position. What you're though, do. I mean, yeah. late in the game, if you're only down by three points, and you know, it's it's third and fifteen, third and eighteen, and you're standing at your ten. Even getting seven or eight yards could well, yes. mean a big difference. Yeah, stuff like that. But it's just it, the predictability of a lot of stuff just frustrates oh, yeah. me because yeah. it's either a draw or it's a wide receiver screen. Right. You know, and does it work every now and then? Absolutely. Majority of the time, defense knows it's probably going to be one of those two plays. Right. And that's, you know, prime example of, I'll bring up another, uh, the Bears. Uh, there was a clip of Levante David saying they ran the same play yep. out of the same formation three times, and that's why he stood there and was able to get that pick six. Right. He said they ran the same play three times, you know, out of the same formation. It's like, what do you, you know, so there's some OCs out there that probably deserve to get out the door or say, hey, you know, let's open it up a little bit, you know. Right, So right. Oh, yeah, and, and – I'm sure Bears fans are really happy with the way the play calling and, you know, they expected a complete change of, of everything yeah. with coach and GM and and they're just not getting it. So yeah. um, it, it happens. Yep. Um, that's all we've got for this week. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. Yep. 
please get back to us. Let us know if you have a loser of the week. Um, would love to hear from from the listeners and yep. and put in some information about uh, who you deem the biggest loser. So uh, I'll uh, add in. Uh, Share this with friends, please. Um, I don't like doing the self-promotion thing, but uh, we're going to do it. Share it with friends. Subscribe YouTube. Follow on uh, uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. We're on Apple Podcasts, too, I believe. So just trying to get out there because we enjoy doing it and, uh, you know, like to be able to help uh, as many people as we can with whatever you might think our football fantasy football knowledge might be <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully so, you think it's it, yeah <laughs> it's there um but other anyways i'm ozzy and i'm austin have a good week see you